Welcome back to a brand new episode of How to Win a Good Walk. This is season three, episode three, and I think we've got one of the funniest stories <laughs> um, of Chopper of the Week for you. But also, Josh, we want to be—we we think we're leaking some exclusive news here. We've Maybe. come up with. We've Maybe. Come, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> we've come up with who we think are going to be the next two, potentially three players to join I think the league. Our reasons be- behind why we think yeah. they are is, is, is valid. Valid. Um, just to give you all a quick update as well, there was absolutely zero golf played this week as I was called off on Wednesday and on Friday So because of snow. So we said we'd update on how that went and that is how that went. But you are playing tomorrow, so fingers crossed. Tomorrow. It's um, not meant to snow, but who knows. Rain, snow, wind, it doesn't <laughs> set back Josh back and uh, we'll have something to report. We're also filming uh, this Sunday as well, so we'll have some, uh, hopefully some stories of what uh, happens in that. We're also yes. going to update you today on the cut blue golf balls, the cheap yes. premium three-piece golf ball. Okay, Josh, chop of the week, hear me this story. I can't even believe that this is true, but it's yes. it almost sounds like a joke the way this one ends. Well, it's just absolutely comical, this. So, uh, my mate Dave... He um, he told me this story, so I work work with Dave. And, I can't believe um, this story has not come out before now. I can't believe you've not even shared it with me, not off the podcast. No, I didn't want to, didn't want to ruin it. Didn't want to ruin it. So I'm, I'm actually annoyed that you've not gone, mate. It's not you, mate. I was waiting for you to do that, like you do every single time. No, then then I go. That was just not my boss anymore. <laughs> oh, good so, God! <laughs> I was just gonna. That's just season one, season two, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, all right. You're gonna yeah. leave that back there. Anyway, so I'll joke that now. Dave has been in Chopper of the Week a fair few times. Mm. Um, I think the highest entry. You, yeah. If, if you had a Top Gear leaderboard, <laughs> maybe maybe I'm just behind him. <laughs> um, and this is this is a, a brilliant brilliant story that Dave told me, and it actually comes from before he started liking understanding, having an interest in golf, mm. right? So about seven years ago, uh, seven years Whoa, ago... Whoa, what, what accent did you... What accent? You don't from Yorkshire. I got some <laughs> golf and a go. Seven, seven years, years ago. Seven years ago. Seven years ago, Dave was at a charity golf day um, for a charity that he's on the board of. Right? So he's involved, so he's got to be there. Can we have the charity? What charity was? Oh, God, now you're asking me. Um, the... Charity, I think, is CLS, so Community Link Foundation. I think they're based in Southport. Don't quote me on that. Um, so, Dave, Dave, this golf day, doesn't play. So, he's just sat around. And the process to So, he's just like going around making sure he's so, having a good well, day. Well, he like basically. checked everyone in. Yeah. And then he's just sat around. So, the process, why don't you take a buggy out and just go out and see how everyone's getting on? So, Dave goes, yeah, all right. Takes a buggy out. I used had, to love doing that, by the way, just driving a buggy around. Well... He had no idea where he was going. <laughs> he didn't know if he could drive on the grass or not. And he ended up driving the wrong way down a fairway, mm. which you think might not necessarily be that bad. You're driving the wrong way. Yeah, you're no, driving no. into golf balls, but you're all right. Actually, it is bad when there's fairway bunkers that you can't see. So Dave ended up going into one of these fairway bunkers because he didn't see it, got stuck, got out, and just walked back to the clubhouse. <laughs> I can't even believe that's a true story. <laughs> and the best thing of it was, at the presentation at the end of it, he got the sh- he won the prize for shortest drive. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So there you go, Dave. Chop of the week yet again. Dave, I mean, I'm 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 still in shock at this story. Just just purely for the fact that I can just imagine him driving down the fairway, it's like tuning along. Yeah, guys, guys, 
Bang! Smack. Just when you're going down the wrong way down a pair, you're you not going to see, can't see no, the bunker. No, because it might be like a big lip. It's yeah. like a mound. Yeah, exactly. I so. want to know the question. Did you get a bit of air time? I don't, think, I don't think it was that bad. I think it was more of a case of he wasn't paying attention and he's like seeing grass, grass, grass and oh, I'm in a bunker. But it hurt that. <laughs> it wasn't comfortable, yeah. So there you go. Drop well, of the week. Guys, it's just a reminder. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get notified every single time we upload one. It's every single Wednesday. Um, we love all your support. But yeah, pass the pod and uh, make sure you subscribe here on Spotify or on Apple, wherever you're listening, so you never miss, an ep- never miss an episode. Okay, PJ Tour News, American Express Open. John Ram, back-to-back after last week. Was it last week he played? I don't think it was no, last week, but two, weeks two ago. wins, It was back-to-back back for him. Yeah, back-to-back back for him, so... He's had two wins, two starts in 2023, and he's, this is the mad bit. He's won four in his last six. I think that stat's more impressive than two in the last two. Oh, it's just it's just ridiculous. So this it gets it gets better. Ready? So in his last 12 rounds, he shot 68 under par. Four. In his last 12 rounds. And his highest score in those 12 rounds was 71. I saw some stat that if he put all his scores into the world handicap system, yeah. you have like a plus 11 handicap or yeah. something ridiculous. Plus 13. Plus 13. Like, yeah. Now, that is absolutely mad. Like, just to put it in perspective, like, if you are a less... If you are, I think, a five and below handicap golfer, right? You are in the top 1% of golfers in the world. Yep. So he's in the top 0.000. If he was a club golfer, obviously he's not. Um, Get a lot of vouchers though, wouldn't he? Uh, Loads of vouchers. (laughs) His club shot credit would be through the roof. Um, Okay, so is he looking favourite to be one of the best players of the year and taking us to the majors? I didn't actually pick him for any majors and I really regret that right now. Um, I think I did did pick him for one. Um, And I think, yeah, if he carries this form on, like he's going to, he just seems unstoppable. He seems like... You know, we were talking about Rory last year about mm. having that sort Something of... in between his teeth. Yeah, like, he's just going, 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 and there's no... There doesn't seem to be any chink in his armour. He seems like that. And it'd be interesting to see when Rory comes back and starts playing more events, how those two battle yeah, it out. Yeah, still early in the season. Yeah, exactly. Now, the thing that shocked me, like, I think if you win four times in your last six, yeah. you'd have a good chance of being world number one, right? Because actually, you look at the world rankings now, it's not like Tiger where he didn't play for a whole year and still remain number one. Like, yeah. the top world rankings now are so tight. Yeah. Like, there's not much between each of them. No. But he's only leapfrog one person and gone to third, hasn't he? Yeah, so th- this was the sort of controversy around this weekend in that, obviously, the world ranking, official world ranking for golf have the critics. Everyone mm. knows that. Um, about the way they work, there's been in the in the news recently about live and will live get to um, ranking points and all this. But and this this baffled me actually because when when we were talking about this before a podcast, like you sort of said to me, well, surely if if he wins or he finishes higher, he's gonna have more chance. But I just like automatically assume yeah, that, like exactly because it makes sense. And when you said that, I thought, have I have I seen some misread it? Because but I actually, <laughs> let me check it's wrong right. before so, I say something. He basically. Scotty Scheffler is obviously second. I don't know who's third, and John Rahm's fourth, and then Patrick Cantley's fifth. Because okay. for anybody that doesn't know, like the rankings get points based upon your average and who is playing in the event. So, yeah. say for example, it's a major and you win a major, and you've got let's say eight of the world's top ten that can actually play now because I'm going play live golf. Um, eight of the world's top ten, let's say, you will get more points than just a and put in inverted commas it run of the mill tour event. Yeah, exactly. So. Here's, here's sort of the breakdown. So as obviously world number two, Scheffler had the best chance of going back to above McElroy to number one. 
But in a bit of a quirk of the way things were run, Cantley could have also moved up from fifth to first. But the best that John Rahm, who was in fourth place, could have achieved was to move up one spot to third. That's just baffling. So me. how, like, it's just ridiculous. So due to the way that it works, on a two-year rolling result average, players can lose as well as win points. And has and as many have been pointed out recently, there are certain perceived flaws in the system. Surely that- it works better if you just like accumulate points. Starts. It's a roll in two years. Yeah. But then, uh, no, because you could go from, if you don't play, you could lose all your points, couldn't you? Well, that would keep people playing, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. You don't need to lose points, do you? But if, if you did it on a roll in two years, almost like a Premier League, you get X amount of points for a win, X amount of points per second. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All the way down to if you just make the cut or yeah. you just play an event or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's, it seems odd to me that he, he's won the event. And obviously, so what basically would have had to have happened is for Cantley to go to first, he'd have had to win and Scheffler finished lower than eighth. Mm. Um, but Ram, who's above Cantley in the rankings, won and only went to third. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's even complicated just to sort yeah, of explain with it in front just, of us. It's just ridiculous. So, Summit, for me, has to change because how can that be the case? It just doesn't sound fair. I mean, yeah. it, it's a minefield. Like, I mean, we, we see Clancy Sars as pretty knowledgeable about the golf world and, yeah. and we're struggling to, like, not... Yeah, well, Shillings understand it and explain why winning four of your last six doesn't give you more points than somebody finishing behind you and yeah. then could leapfrog you. Some people out there might disagree with that statement you've just made, though. About us knowing stuff. Always being knowledgeable lads about golf. <laughs> I said in our eyes. <laughs> in our eyes. It's a biased opinion, but... <laughs> but in our eyes. Okay, DP World Tour, first of the Rolex Series of 2023. Yes. $1.4 million for the first prize, playing for a $9 million purse... Victor Perez winner. I'm just saying, yes. I picked um, Till Hatton or Tommy Fleetwood. None of them did very well. I can't even remember. I think you picked I Shane picked. Lowry, I think. I may have picked Shane Lowry. And he did all right. He, he finished joint right. second. He did. So, fair play. Yeah, cheers, mate. Get in Well there. done. Um, that's if you did pick him. I can't quite remember. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. <laughs> okay, now, before we get into how he won, I just want to make like talk about this shot. I know I did pick a bit Stenson, didn't I? Did you pick Stenson? I think so. That was shocking. Sorry. <laughs> Perez chipped in. Now, if I think of right, if I ever do a YouTube video on a golf tip, so you can visit them and actually go. <laughs> no, like everybody goes, like the hardest shot in the world is a fifty-yard bunker shot. Yeah. Now, think of a fifty-yard bunker shot with water over the back. Yeah. Don't duff it short because of the bunker. Don't knife it right because of the crowd. There's hospitality. Yeah. And wind into wind into and then topple this with the fact that you're up there in your first Rolex event, which is a life-changing event yeah. because you're going to get into some of the majors, etc. Yeah, 17th hole. What a shot. You flew it past the hole, bit of tour sauce on it, back into the middle of the cup. Thank you, good night. And that, and that was the birdie that basically yeah. t- took him... Two shots clear. ...ahead of, of Mimou Lee, who finished one one shot behind him. Um, and it was... Like, I've seen it. I've watched it a few times on um Mate, I was like, Instagram. what? It's like, yeah, like... I think, I'm not, obviously it's easy for, for me to say, oh, as, as a club golfer, just to get it out and somewhere near the fact, do you know what I mean, on the Mate, green. But I honestly think in that guys, situation, yeah. though, if he'd got it out and made par, we'd all be raving about it. Like, what an up and down that yeah. was to secure his first title. But the fact he's hold it yeah. is like, it's unreal to get up and down from there. But it's a, it's like, I don't know how to go more than unreal. A bigger word than unreal. Um, <laughs> phenomenal. To, phenomenal. Yeah. To, to make a birdie and hold that. That is literally a joke. And just based on hitting flags, we forgot to mention this on the PJ Tour. 
Xander uh, Schofield no. Albatross. Well, that I didn't even see that. Very, very, very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> really supporting the comment. <laughs> Go on, what were you going to say? No, da- Davis Thompson, who finished second. Yeah. So here you go. Flag in or flag out, what are you? Flag out. Flag out. He's flag in. So he's 45 foot away on the 17th for birdie. Yeah. He hits the flag on his putt. Bounces out. Bounces out. <gasps> Two feet. So it wasn't even travelling fast. Like, you need Good to watch it because it's literally rolling, rolling, rolling. Taps the flag. Bounces out. Then he taps it in for part and he misses, loses by one. Gutted. Because that would have brought them level heading down the 18th, Roman. I mean, he's still up against it. Like, yeah. Roman's obviously got the momentum yeah. and he's been there before, etc. But yeah, one guy That's holds it. Crush you, that, but, it. But then on, on the DP World Tour, the guy hits the flag, holds it from a bunker shot. Yeah. Wink goes and wins. Yeah. So it's like it's like double jeopardy. What are you flagging, flag out? Flag out always flag now. Out, 100%. Cheers, oh, now, especially now. <laughs> um, so obviously, this is a good start for Perez on his European Tour year or DP World Tour year, especially. Leading into Ryder Cup time. Ryder Cup, Frenchman. Frenchman. Um, so he's going to be obviously pushing now for an automatic qualifying spot. And speaking of automatic qualifying spots, do you like that little segue yeah. there? Henrik Stenson, former Ryder Cup captain, who was um, stripped. Mate, imagine he qualifies. <laughs> oh my God. Has come out and said that he wants to play more DP World Tour events and hopefully with a view to qualifying as a player for the Ryder Cup. And I think the comment was something, if I go and I, I play well and I'm up there and I maybe win an Open Championship, who knows I, will, I may qualify as a player. That's honestly... That, to me, will be huge. Mate, that's... Huge. Uh, just just thinking out loud here, you're playing live golf because you want to play less and earn more money, and now he's going to have to play all live golf and then play more... Yeah. But the, See, that'd be so controversial. Obviously, he's stripped of captaincy, but then the only way he's getting in is an automatic, by the way. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's not getting picked. Imagine imagine he's automatic and then just goes, no, sorry, he still can't go. How? I mean, it depends. I guess we'll hear on the live golf thing if they are going to allow live golf golfers to um, participate. We don't know that yet. Obviously, there's all sorts of talk going on. But if they are... And then something goes on with the world, the golf rankings. It's all going to get thrown up in the air anyway. Yeah. But apparently, um, is it Andrew Coles? Not sure. What's the guy called that does the commentary? Nic- Nicholas Coles. Uh, uh, Andrew Cotter. Someone basically said that apparently it's been a bit chippy as well between the golfers and the staff and um, the live. So the live golfers, uh, the live players, sorry, and the DP World Tour players. At the at the events, because obviously I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's boxing match next. Well, but imagine <laughs> golf boxing. Um, I can I can see it though because it's almost like well, why should you have the right to go and play on here and and then go and play there? Yeah, but you can play whatever tour you want. Well, that and that's my opinion. That's been my opinion for a long time. Everyone knows that, and I think the sooner that something happens between the tours, the better because Andrew Coulthard was right. Um, animosity between Live Golfs and DP World Tour members in Abu Dhabi. So it just we'll just see how this all plays out. But if if he qualifies an automatic pick, that'll be absolutely massive. Because all the players that are going to have to do that are Polter, Westwood, if they want to get involved. Because they're both obviously not Basically, necessarily at the I mean, top of the game, but they're still playing at a high level. Yeah, and they're players that potentially would be picked as a cut as a captain's pick for like yeah. team morale. Yeah. Been there before, done it, got the T-shirt, yeah. missed the Ryder Cup. Another player who had a good finish this weekend, speaking about a cup, Francesco Molinari was up yeah. there as well. And so. I mean, he's going to be up there. He's gonna, he, I reckon he's going to have a great year because he's going to want to be a big, 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 big part of the Ryder Cup yeah. in 
Italiano. Exactly, exactly. Mamma mia. Now, we've, had, we've sort of started talking about Liv, but we are going to now talk about Liv's Golf's brand new TV deal and who we are certain are going to be the next three Liv golfers. And were. listen to what we're saying here. Like, we genuinely think these are the three players and we've got, well, I'm going to say unbelievable arguments for all three. Yes. Okay, hit me with yes. TV deal because this is mad. Like, I think of Liv golfers, oh, just get YouTube, pop yep. it on, yep. watch it. And I, and one thing I did like about how they did it on YouTube is that running leaderboard down the side yep. that was there all the time. But yes. who's this TV deal with? So... It's with someone that I've never heard of. The CW Sports Network. So It's not, this, it's not even like CNN's coming no, to it. Off, this isn't, this that I mean. surprised me. I thought like a big American station yeah. would go, you know what? It's got a bit of traction yeah, this. We'll I'm going to throw that. my hat on it. Yeah, but I think because of all the controversy around it and the sport washing and all yeah. that stuff. I've got some facts for you as well. Here. Clear of it. But, so the CW Network have agreed... Um, that they're going to stream it on their app or through their app. But what I'm... It's a, it's a multi-year deal and apparently they will air all 14 events mm. and they, there was like a bidding process that they went through and Live Golf awarded the rights to, to the CW. wonder sport. who else bidded for it. Well, and where, you'll where, never know. And will this be on like... I guess all this is going to... All this is going to come out as we go forward because A, how... Are, are we going to have to download the app yeah. in the UK? How's it going to work? Can you download it in the UK? Exactly. Like, is it going to be something that you've then got to pay for? Who knows? It's going to be interesting to see see how it all plays out. But it's a TV Is the app deal. free? I don't know. I don't, is it, not, literally, I've just seen that statement that says... Do you think they put it on YouTube, create the buzz that's free, yeah. and then it's going to be like a subscription of one night? Oh. See, here you go. What about this, right? What about you have this app, it's one... 39 a month, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. you get access to player interviews, you get access to yeah. merchandise, you get access to more than you would get to the PGA Tour, and then you watch a golf on it. Yeah. I can 100% see them trying to monetize an app. I, w- I wouldn't pay for it though, because I can watch the PGA Tour on telly. That's yeah, but I, 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 can I can see that. I can see it, but... And they I have think... like Netflix series on it. Yeah. So Behind the Ropes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this week on Inside... Um, I know the inside of the PGA Tour did something like that on, on, yeah. on Sky, but inside Live Golf. This week we're following Polter, next week we're following Stenson. Justin Johnson, well, I can see it. Because no one else gets access to that, but no. no one else gets access to it because the PGA Tour don't pay these players a retainer, whereas exactly. Live Golf do. do. Cracked it. Cracked it. You, you need to get you in. <laughs> Tell you what, I should be head of marketing here. No, in fact, let's rephrase that. We should be head of marketing here for anybody. Absolutely, absolutely. PJ Tour, DP World. Anyway, if you want it, <laughs> you know where we are. So, let's talk players then. Yeah, okay. Because obviously with this, new players have got to come, surely. Yeah, yeah. well, 100%. You're gonna, if you're going to make your proposition more attractive, yeah. you need more players. So, first person, which should probably come to no surprise everybody, Ricky Fowler. Like, yes. he's a player who just kept his card last year. Previous year, had a bit of an iffy season. Yeah. And I can honestly see him going, you know what? Not that he's coming towards the end of his career, but he's definitely not having the success he had at the start or everybody thought he would have. Exactly. And go, you know what? Cash in on this. And that's the thing. It's that sort of cash in mentality in that he hasn't been the level at the level that we thought he was going to be at. Yeah. And you mentioned it before about him doing more social media yeah. stuff. Like Play with good good of the week. Exactly. Is he thinking, just go and get paid, still playing golf, doing what he loves, but... 
the money's there. 100%. I, I, I can see him being a live goal player before this year is out. He's not going to make a Ryder Cup team, so he's not but he's not no. going to that. He's not, it sounds terrible, this, he's but he's not... He's going to make it as a pick either. No, and he's not got a legacy like other golfers. No. He's not won a major. Yeah. Um. So I can him go in, you know what, I've had a good career to date. And I actually thought over the last three, three or four years, he could have been in danger of losing major sponsors yeah. because he was a big ticket player. Yeah. And now and he's not a big ticket player. And he wasn't at the major events. We didn't see him at the Masters last no. year. And obviously there was a lot of talk around there. Um, well, the Nick beef. Faldo was yeah. giving him a bit of beef. And I think that that could be his next step. I mean, I know he, he's not necessarily come out and said it, but he's got to be thinking it. Yeah. He's Guys, what do you think it. of our first pick? I think, honestly, that is a good start. Yeah. Okay, next one, Josh, you hit us with this. We've actually agreed these off air. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, debating them right now. Yes. Okay, next player. Jason Day. 100%. The guy doesn't play. The, the, exactly. the Live Golf Tour literally suits him. Like, even in his pomp, he played like 12 events a year yeah. and won quite a lot of them when he turned up. He did. I bet his win percentage was quite high. Yeah. And I, I know he's had his injury issues. He's definitely had his injury issues. So maybe Live Golf suits him. 100%. Maybe playing less. Maybe playing 14 events a year. 14 events. 54, 54 holes. Um, team format. Yeah, bit more fun, bit more yeah. relaxed. I'm guessing there's a guy that doesn't need money. I've seen his house on uh, like not, YouTube he, videos. He's not struggling. It's unreal. He's not struggling. But definitely a player that would go down the route of being favourable to playing live golf, just yeah. purely because of the stress in his body. I mean, remember him at um, the the US Open when he was in the lead. Yeah. Had vertigo. Had to yeah. leave. Yeah. Like, I remember him lay on the side, like thinking the world's upside down. It suits him. It suits his body. It suits where he's at in his career. Mm. Um, I think it's a shame because a lot of it is out of his control. Yeah. I think it's something that, for him, it goes back to that business decision in that, look, my body can't do yeah. four days. My body can't do all these events and I can go and get a payday. Greg Norman, Australian. Jason Day, Australian. There's another good tie there. I'm sure, like, growing up, Greg Norman was probably a hero of his. Like, yeah. the shark. Yeah. We've sussed it. Sussed it. We've sussed it. Right, uh, I'm going to let you go with sell it. the rights. <laughs> you know, okay, so this one might be a bit controversial. The, the, fi one. the final third person that we think potentially could be persuaded to go to live golf, Victor Hovland. Now, I'm going to caveat this after this season. Yep. So I think he's going to want to play all four majors yep. and potentially, let's say, win one. Bit yep. of a Cameron Smith sort of thing here. Obviously, yeah, Cameron yeah, Smith yeah. couldn't play Ryder Cup. Victor yeah. Hovland has a good chance and probably will there be a pick oh, or will qualify yeah, himself. There, so I think after this season, so the next 18 months, let's say, yeah. Victor Hovland, live golf. And I think it's an interesting one because, again, he falls into that younger player. Age exactly. Like younger player, time. charismatic, yeah. marketable. Exactly. And it's... I'm not saying live golf need that because live golf have got a lot of good players. They do need it, though. But their, proposition, I mean, their proposition is a, a circus, as a fact. Yes. Like, we've got the best players, so come and watch. Not, we've got some of the best players. Yeah. Maybe come and watch. Yeah, and I get that, because obviously at the minute, you've got the likes of DJ, Brooks Kepka, Bryson, and all that. But I think if you get a bit of Hovland in there, yeah. someone of that ilk, even... Obviously, this is not someone I'm suggesting is going to do this, a Will Zalatoris. Did someone you just say like Will Zalatoris is doing this? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> someone of that ilk, someone of... That generation of player yeah. is going to be good for them. Yeah, I, and I can definitely see someone like him being persuaded in the next 18 months. I just think, look at it this way, right? No one knows the future of where it's yeah. going to go, but 
you want to align yourself on the right side of the fence yeah. financially, career, career-wise, in terms of legacy. I think there's a few people right now sat right on that border. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know which one I'm going to back, which horse I'm going to go for. Yeah. But being a Ryder Cup year, there's going to be a lot more that just stay on this side, side of the fence. And then go after it. I've got a question for you to wrap this up. How much do they have to throw at Victor Hovland to get him to go? So they paid DJ 110, right? Are yeah, we putting him in the league? Let's 100, say 100, 100. Yeah. Is he in the same league as DJ, in your opinion? He doesn't have the legacy that DJ has. No. Okay, so you, he's not in the same league. But does he have the pull? player-wise. Okay, I reckon... He brings you a new audience as well. More than 100 million. <laughs> I just think... It sounds... I'm going to use this word cautiously. It's compensation for him not being able to play potentially any majors Correct. for the next... That's what I'd say. You're right. I agree. I agree. You heard it here first? You did. Next up, Tech Talk. So last week we teased us testing a cheap premium three-piece golf ball called the Cut Blue. And do go and check out the video. Uh, It's over on Bat9 Films. Me and Josh putting this golf ball to the test from the tee, from the fairway, around the greens, putting, and then the ultimate test, the fairway bunker shot. Before we carry on, though, and talk more about this, we have to mention, we talk about tech, sort of a little bit of a segue, Scottsdale Golf. Yes, we do have to mention them. So, actually, here you go. They've got all the new... I saw this on, I saw this on social media. Go and follow them at Scottsdale Golf. Um, they have all the new kit. Ooh. They've got the Aerojet. They've got the new Stealth 2. They've got the ping. Callaway Paradigm. And they've got the Ping. I saw it all on their social media today. And I think you can go and book your fitting. Whether you can have it right away, I don't know. Right. Um, you might be able to go for your fitting, but then you can't purchase until a certain date because actually, yep. technically, they're not actually in stores yet. No. But I think a lot of places, um, Scottsdale being the number one, has got their fitting kits. So get booked in. Y- you can get booked in. Um, I'm sh- sure as soon as they're on sale properly, you can go there and get fitted the exact same day. So you can literally rock up and go, I want a Cal- Cal- Callaway Aerojet. I want, the Co- <laughs> I want the Cobra Aerojet. I want the Cell 2. I want the Calliday- Callaway. Callaway. Finish it off, Josh. <laughs> Paradigm. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and you can leave the same day with it. And you can upgrade the shaft. You can do whatever and get fitted by all their PJ Gold professionals. So get booked in at www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. I'm glad you did that. I always think it's .com. Not a problem. So, Cut Blue. Yep. This is a game changer. If you've not watched the video, go and watch the video. Yeah. Because what Go do all club what was your opinion? Want? Well, what was your opinion? This is where I look at it. What do all club, club golfers want? Club golfers want to hit the ball one way. By the way, just pause. Did you actually watch the video? I did watch the video. Did you see how you get, got, gave you a mention? Pre. Pre, was obviously, we, yeah. we, we test them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, mate, don't worry. <laughs> because I was extremely shocked at the outcome. Um, so, you want the ball to go a long way? You didn't see it, did you? I did see it. No, you didn't. You said it in here. Look at him. You said it in here because then when you got off the golf course and they're all in a line, you said... That I was shocked by it. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I said about how you go, um, £3.50 gone. (laughs) £3.50 gone. I didn't see (laughs) that. (laughs) When did you do that, mate? I must have skipped that bit. At the start. Oh, he's absolutely done, mate. I said, oh, Josh will be really happy about this because if he does lose one, it's not £3.50 gone. It's £1.19 gone. How have I missed that? Anyway, Anyway, thanks for that. Um, Look at that, they didn't even watch the video he filmed and was part of. Terrible. Oh, terrible. So, club golfers, that's what I'm saying, want the ball to go a reasonable distance, i.e. a long way. They also, I think, your lower handicappers want a bit more feel on the ball. Mm. They want to 
feel like they can spin the ball for like a softer, a softer feel. Is that, yeah. am I right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. And that's what you get from a Pro V1. Interestingly enough, the first thing we did with this golf ball was hit drives with it. And my day is what, what a result it was. It flew exactly the same distance, if not, I mean, three yards further. Yeah. So um, we're going to say, I'm going to say the same. same distance. Yeah. Exactly the same as a Pro V1. Flew exactly the same with an iron. Exactly the same with an iron. It felt the same around the greens. Yep. It felt, a li- I mean, it sounded a little bit higher pitched to put with, is what I'd say. Yes. It sounded a bit more like a cheap golf ball. Yeah. To, to put with. Yeah. Only, but I mean, that might vary depending on putter. So I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I mean, I've tested a Callaway Gold Ball before, and th- they have sounded very similar in the sense, so they sound a bit tinnier yes. to a Pro V. But there's one problem, one problem, and, and this it is could the be only a big thing. problem. This, I mean, let's just say I, I, I'm, I'm going to say I'll, I'm going to exaggerate this. If I hit five shots with one golf ball, that'd be a lot, and they had noticeable scuffs. Yeah. That if I was playing a Pro V and it scuffed to that amount. I wouldn't want to see off the next hole. I think it would affect the performance. Yeah. And I think, again, without wanting to categorise people, your lower handicappers are going to do that more than your higher handicappers. Yeah, because they're going to strike the goal yeah. ball better, create a bit more spin. And when you're hitting this goal ball out of the bunkers, it scuffed up. When you were chipping it, scuffed yes, it up. felt the same, but it scuffed up. There was marks on the case. Well, of the I ball. think we've got a debate here. You've got a way up, right? One par 50 a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So... Or, Let's just say, I mean, it depends how many balls you lose. It could be very expensive anyway. Yeah. You... Why are you looking at me? No, no, it was just, 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 for? just for the conversation, mate. Uh, yeah. um, but but the thing you got to weigh up, is the £2.40, let's say, argument's sake, difference in price make it easy to overlook the fact it scuffs up? Yes yeah or nay? Yes, but that would equally, for me, I would just stick with what I'm doing now, buying Bridgestones. Okay, so it doesn't persuade you? It doesn't persuade me. So Bridgestone's right in the middle of them both, isn't it, really? Pretty much, yeah. But actually a reliable So one. instead of going £3.50 or four quid, I'm going £2.75. <laughs> <laughs> so to go and watch the full review of those gold balls, uh, a nice summary here is that overall, the performance was the same, I'm going to say. Bold statement. Yes. The performance was the same as a Pro V1 yes. for a quarter of the price. Yes. But... The outer skin, the cover, was no way near the same. No. So if the golf ball was marked, that would affect the performance. But a brand new one out the packet performs the same. Yes. I know you I can't know. justify that because you're hopefully going to last at least nine holes the ball or yeah. 18 holes, hopefully. But yeah. I mean, what every, I'm saying... Every now and then. Yeah, but what, what your ideal is you don't lose a golf yeah, ball. And if you don't lose one, you don't want to change it. No. You don't want to have to put one in your bag because you've scuffed, scuffed up. Um, I mean, that does happen. But my point being here is go and check it out um, because it's a really, really interesting video. Yes. We put it to the test. You learn a bit of tech and you know what? We have a good fun doing it. Yeah, and we get another view and more watch time, so that'd be ideal. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so guys, coming up next week, we are going to do, before we do tip of the week, okay, um, cool. I just want to um, sort of tease this. So yes. there's golf traditions, right? One of them being teapotting. We'll tell you about this oh. next week. I absolutely hate that. Despise it with passion. Oh, so next week we're going to do a section on golf traditions that 100% need to change. And this is going to be a juicy one. Some people will definitely get upset. But okay, Josh, it's time for tip of the week. It is. If I looking at me, I'm not giving it. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> um, okay, tip of the week. Okay, this is an interesting one. Three things every golfer needs in the golf bag that you won't have. Clubs. 
balls. Minus your clubs and balls, you clown. <laughs> Number one, Sharpie. I agree. Okay. Now you might think, well, this is a tip, but I think it's important. I was yeah. teaching somebody the day, and they're new to golf and don't know that you need to carry these things. So yeah. we got got a cave for everybody here. Uh, so number one, Sharpie. Yes. Number two, pitchfork. Okay. Yes. Not not as you might think a pitchfork is. Not like a big garden. Fork. Heavy that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got a bloody big golf bag. Just imagine it now. The fair. <laughs> He's like a pitch mark repairer. <laughs> pitch mark repairer. Um, and I'm going to te- keep tease out of that. I think most people would put yeah, tease in there. Yeah, I expect so. Um, but one thing I'd advise you, if you're new to golf, collect ball markers everywhere you go. Me and Josh have been doing it only for the last year, which we're gutted. We should have done it before this. But we've got some good trips planned this year. But yeah, so they're the three things. Marker. Marker. Pitch mark repairer. Pitch mark pitch repairer. Fork. Let's clarify that. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Go and collect markers. One or two pounds everywhere you play is a nice memento, but also it's it's it. good for marking your butt. Yes. You need it. It's good to get in good habits. Yes. So guys, yeah. thanks for listening to the podcast. This is uh, season three. Do go and have a listen back to the previous seasons. We update you with all the golfing news every single week, as well as some funny stories and heated debates, generally on live golf. Um, but yeah, please subscribe to the pod. Please pass the pod because um, it helps us and we want to um, yeah, we want to be the biggest pod in golf. And make sure to go over and check out Back Nine Films and feel your golf tips. I'd say it golf. Oh, what, what, a, what a lovely finish. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>